Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the all-local St. Louis podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Thursday, July 27th. I'm Debbie Monterey. And I'm Tom Ackerman, a St. Louis developer who is being sued by the city for back taxes and hounded by creditors for unpaid rent gets some good news. I kind of, you know kind of feel like George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life trying to do good things in, in certain areas that are challenging and underserved. Chris Goodson of Fields Food says he started that grocery store chain in the city so that more people would want to live in the city, but now he's trying to sell it to employees to get out of what he says is a $200,000 hole. What went wrong? Well, we need more people in these food deserts. We need more bodies. Uh, that's that's what we need. So there weren't enough customers enough to customers. meet the revenue projections Correct. of the stores? Yes. Like, like I said, you need to make you know any retail work or any amenities work. Despite his troubles, the City Hall Board on Wednesday gave Goodson some good news. The right to develop the old vacant Cleveland High School building in South St. Louis. He says the 11-acre site is similar to the city hospital project that he successfully developed into condominiums. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. The same city board also approved components for some pretty major downtown projects, like a revamp of the chemical building. Architect John Campo phoned into the meeting from New Orleans. I want to say first how much I love St. Louis. I really do mean that. I've fallen in love with that city. He says don't expect much change to the exterior, save for some cleaning. It is just stunning. The bay windows, particularly the double bay windows on the corners, uh, make for incredible guest experiences for a hotel. 240 hotel rooms are planned under two brands, the Residence Inn and Spring Hill Suites. He says those Marriott flags can find synergies with the Marriott Autograph Collection Hotel St. Louis right next door. Also getting a thumbs up, 909 Chestnut. That's the former AT&T Tower. It's getting a break on sales taxes for construction materials. Developer consultant Steadfast Cities Shayla Meehan. We're excited to no longer see a building of this magnitude and close proximity to other downtown amenities remain vacant. What's planned is called the Beacon on Chestnut with apartments, offices, stores, a spa, garden, and more. Hard times hit one of St. Louis's stalwart companies. The CEO of Anheuser-Busch, Brendan Whitworth, said in a statement that he made a very difficult but necessary decision. AB says it'll lay off about 2% of its U.S. corporate workforce. That means those in the office, not in the brewery, the warehouse, the trucks, the field sales. Where those layoffs will come from is not known. As of 2019, AB had 3,300 St. Louis workers, according to the Post-Dispatch. They have 19,000 across the country. Parent company AB InBev is based in Belgium. AB's website lists North American headquarters at one Bush place in St. Louis. Although many executives are in New York now and other functions are in Chicago, Bud Light sales took a hit after a political controversy. We'll learn how much after AB InBev reports second quarter earnings a week from today. That's KMOX's Michael Calhoun. Missouri's self-proclaimed entertainment capital is looking to rein in drag queens. The Branson Board of Aldermen gave a first-round vote of approval to designated drag shows as adult entertainment. Alderman Chuck Rodriguez, however, is is not in favor. It feels to me like we're targeting drag queens because people in in our community don't like their lifestyle. Proponents say they're only looking to restrict shows with sexual content to the downtown district and only for adult audiences. The ordinance needs a final vote for passage. 
The battle over abortion rights on the ballot continues in court. An ACLU lawsuit about abortion rights ballot initiatives has been dismissed by a Cole County judge. The civil rights organization claims ballot summaries written by Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft are misleading. However, Judge John Beatham ruled Wednesday the ACLU has not sought to appeal the summaries, which can be challenged starting today. The ACLU says they will refile their suit, renewing the claims of misleading summaries by Ashcroft. They're hoping to get a choice of measures on next year's ballot to restore some level of abortion rights in Missouri. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. It's 6.07. One of the whistleblowers at the historic House subcommittee hearing on UFOs used to work for the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. David Grush says the government doesn't just have alien spacecraft, it has bodies too. Biologics came with some of these recoveries. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to. When asked if he's personally seen any of it, he said no to the bodies, but couldn't answer publicly about any spacecraft. Some subcommittee members said they want to talk to the witnesses again, this time behind closed doors. The Fed's decision Wednesday to raise interest rates a quarter point didn't appear to dampen the price of gold futures, which rose about $10 an ounce after the announcement. At Midwest Money in South St. Louis, owner Barry Faintich says earlier this summer, a lot of people were coming in to the store wanting to buy some gold. A lot had to do with the banking crisis that we had a few months ago. A lot of people just felt that uh, they wanted some insurance and wanted to have some money tied up in gold and silver. We're buying small amounts. But lately, Feintich says he's been buying more gold than selling. At the end of the day Tuesday, the price of gold had risen to about $1,974. The all-time high earlier this year was $2,060. Do you check the sale prices before you buy your booze? Schnooks has been accused of misleading customers with their price comparisons in their print ads, shelf tags, and website. While the grocer denies that, it is agreeing to settle a class-action lawsuit to the tune of $4 million. If you are a Missouri resident who bought alcohol at Schnucks over the past seven years, you could be owed some money. A valid claim would get you a minimum payout of $11. It all depends on how much you purchased. The deadline to file is September 8th. I'm Debbie Monterey. The all-local St. Louis podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.